Yeah. I'm sorry you get me today. I apologize. Y'all came for the big man, the mullah man, the man of many talents. And you get me, but that's okay. Because God's laid a, heart, a word on my heart, and it doesn't matter who you are. If God's speaking to you, that's amazing. And so understand this, understand this. It doesn't matter um, where you come from, where you've been, but if God has, has, has if, if you've given your life to God, we'll go here. If you've given your life to God, then he has amazing things for you. And uh, that's the cool thing about God. You don't have to always be um, in the right. He's always waiting for you just to come back. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? That means, that means no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, he's just always sitting there waiting for you to turn around. And he's waiting for you, and he's got his hand out, and he's saying, hey, listen, my child, I'm here, I'm ready, I'm waiting, and I want you. And so I'm ready today, I'm ready to preach, and so I hope you're ready, because I might get in one of those moods, and so we're going to pray against one of those moods, amen, thank you, Jesus. Um, we're going to need it, because today I'm feeling fired up. I was trying to get a manly sermon title. You know, like, it's, it's Bike Sunday. I'm like, oh, man, what could I call it? You know, like, maybe steroids or maybe, you know, leather bound or maybe, like, gear up or, or you know, like, rev for days. I don't know. Like, I was trying, like, something manly. And I literally, I got my inspiration. God laid on my heart. And I got my inspiration from Charlie Sheen in his, in his drug overdose days. I was like, really, God? That's what you're going to give me? So my, my title today of, of what our, we're going to be talking about is hashtag winning. Okay? Hashtag winning. Everybody say, winning. Go ahead, look at your neighbor and say, winning. winning. Look at the other neighbor, the one you just ignored, and say, winning. winning. There you go. Winning, all right, winning. So you all know Charlie Sheen, he went down, like down, 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 really far down, got all into drugs and everything, and he created this phrase, winning, and he, you know, he did a whole bunch of interviews, and if you've seen the interviews, they're like, whoa, that guy's cr he's crazy. And now he's coming out of it. He's using it as a testimony now. He, he got HIV through the whole process, and it's just insane where he was. But through this process, he used the phrase winning. And he would do interviews, and they would ask him crazy questions like, you know, how would you get there? And he's like, I don't know how I got here, winning. I mean, it was like crazy how he got into this position of, of craziness. And, and God laid it on my heart today that it doesn't matter where you've been. You might have thought you were winning, but unless you get God in your life, you're never winning. And so I think, I think it's a really cool day today to kind of entitle the whole thing winning because we're coming together. We're coming together as men and women, as children of God, and, and we're in this place for one reason, to win over ourselves for God and to win the ones around us for God. Winning. So I, I want to break in here. There's a few spots in the Bible where it actually talks about winning, okay? First John 5, 4, it says, for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. Winning, <laughs> right? Okay, next one, 1 Corinthians 15, uh, 57. It says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Winning, hello. Isaiah 40, 31, but they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on the wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not be faint. Winning, come on. We're winning, Ain't nobody got anything on us. We're winning. Why are we winning? Because we have one excuse, one reason. Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. It's so easy, but yet some of us, com we, we, we make this whole thing complicated. We think, oh, I'm too far gone. I can't walk in that church because the doors are going to fall. The ceiling's going to fall in on you. You're not going to. No, 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 no. You don't understand. You don't get it then. 
you don't understand the great grace of my Lord Jesus. Maybe you've never experienced this, but he's not like any human. He's not like your wife or your husband. He forgives in that moment. You don't have to go through three weeks of silence. This is good news. You don't got to pay for counseling. You don't got to waste your money or your time. God's always waiting right there. And he says, hey, listen, if, if you'll just ask me, I will turn right around and say, grace, forgiven. Let's move on. Why are we even dealing with that? Come on, wash white as snow. Winning. Ooh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to go down today. I can tell you already. I have one obsession in my life, and it's this little guy right here. I have a major problem with, with dirty things in my car. And, and so before we leave, my family knows you line up. I know, I know, I know it's not right. I tried to give it to God. He gave it back to me. So we line up, and my daughter, she, she's my hero now. Just the other day, we were at my, my sister-in-law's house, and, and my nephew was running towards the car. She goes, hey, don't get in the car. He was like, why? She came out around the corner. She goes, you know why I told you you can't get in the car? He's like, no. She's like, well, go ahead and ask me why. He's like, why? She goes, because this car isn't allowed to get dirty. I was like, baby, come here. Give daddy a hug. Don't tell Roman, but you're my favorite. This is good. I'm getting her this for her birthday. Cheapest birthday ever. So, so, so this, is, this, is, this, is, this is like everything to me. I go over to my mom's. My mom has white dogs. It's awful. You know, get it clean before we get in the car. This is awful. This thing, is, 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 this, this, this thing works, okay? If you've never bought these, you need to. It's incredible. But you know what is interesting about these is they're sticky, right? And anything and everything you touch sticks to them. And, and, and here's the problem with a lot of us. These lint rollers, you know, we, we come in and, 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 and I get all the dirt off. But, you know, a lot of you don't. A lot, I, I'm just saying. I've been in some of your cars. I get it. No judgment. But, but, but uh, let's, just, let's just play a little game here. I, I go to my mom's house. She has Sullivan. He's a, a chow chow. And, and his hair floats, okay? So you're walking through floating hair. It drives me nuts. So I have hair from my neck to my ankles when I leave. Now, if I would not use the lint roller, that hair would go from me, from Sullivan to me, and from me to my car. Now, as it's in my car, it's waiting for the next person to get in, and then it attaches itself to them. Now, Sullivan has spread himself to me, to my car, and to the Joe Schmo that rode in my passenger seat. Now, see, here's a lot of problems right here. This is where it lies. This, this is made to clean up the dirt, the yuck, the gross. Get it off me. Let me be clean again. But the problem with a lot of us is we don't use this. And so what happens is a lot of our yuck gets carried into a lot of parts of our life. And so, so what happens is it becomes a, 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 a domino effect where, where, where we get locked into one thing and we're like, okay, I'm not going to take this mess into the next part of my life. I'm going to shut this down. And then next thing you know, you're walking into your next situation and, oh, there you go. There's a Sullivan hair. And it just comes about. 
and, 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 and two years later, you've got problems, not even just with yourself, but now you have problems with other people because you never got it off to begin with. And now you just spread and spread and spread and spread and spread. I told you it's my favorite toy. How important is staying clean to you? Are, are you willing to give it up? Now, this takes me about five minutes to line everybody up, okay? It's a five-minute process. Everybody knows it's happening. Come on, Daddy's going to give you a little whip down. <laughs> Even Roman knows it's coming. He's like, <laughs> he's 18 months old. He hates it. But London, she assumes a position. She's ready. Are you willing to give up your cleanliness over a five-minute problem? Oh, man. Oh, I know we're starting off hard today. It, this is rough. I didn't ask for this. God laid this on my heart. So please don't take offense to this. If you have any issues, you can take it up with him afterwards. Or email my dad. <laughs> Greg at thepowerplace.org. I was really frustrated today, Pastor. <laughs> I, I want to show you, uh, and I know I'm talking a lot about my daughter today, but she's, she's, she's just cool, and you, you'll understand. I want to show you a video clip real quick of, of London. I want you to watch really closely, okay? So please, uh, let's, let's watch this real quick. This is a video of my daughter, London. This is the first time on her four-wheeler taking a ramp. All right, now stay right there, stay right there, stay right there. Don't move from there. Look at the face. Okay, re rewind it. Let's watch it from the beginning one more time. Let's watch it from the beginning one more time. Look at that face. Remember that face. Here we go again. Watch this, watch this. Watch the face. It's coming. Boom. Boom. She came to me. I said, I said baby, how would you feel about jumping that four-wheeler? She said, okay, I'll try anything once. Ooh, oh, that's a dangerous statement in my house. Okay, Daddy's going to get to plywood and the bricks. Let's go. So, so I started stacking up the ramp. I'm like, this is going to be good. This is going to be good. You know, I'm, I'm always about trying something once. Anybody else trying something once? Trying something once? That, that's, why I like, that's why I like God, because when I tried him once, I kept coming back. I, I never gave him up because he never let me down. He never gave me a reason to, to, to not come back. Maybe somebody in this room needed to hear that today. You're here for a reason. Maybe you've never given God a chance, but if you will give him a chance, I promise you that you will never, ever be let down. You can curse my God. You can do anything you want. He will always be there for you. Oh, man. Okay. So, so, so she's like, Dad, I'll try anything once. So I set up the ramp for her, right? And, and I'll, dude, I'm, I know to get my video camera out because I know. Video camera? We're not back in that day. iPhone. So I got my iPhone. I got my iPhone out. I'm like, baby, you're going to go for this. I knew she was only going to hit it once. I had to get it recorded because she wasn't going to go for it again. So we get ready. I, I back her up. I get the camera. I'm like, all right, baby, you know, go for it. Make daddy proud. She comes, you know, full throttle. She doesn't know what's coming. I'm just pushing her. She doesn't know what's coming. She hits the ramp. She's like, right, everything. Fast motion, man. She's like, wow, this is great. So she hits the ramp. She looks at me after. She's like, are you kidding me? Really? I was like, babe, that was awesome. So since I celebrated her in that, she was like, okay. I was like, you want to do it again? She's like, okay, sure. 
So, so, so we broke the ramp down a little smaller, a little smaller, and then built it up again, you know, kind of get our confidence back. But that, that face at the end, the little smile, right? That, that's everything for me as a dad, because if she would have broke down crying, I'd be like, yo, suck it up. You know, come on. You didn't even get hurt. Right? I just, I'm hard like that. It's, I know I got to work on that. Jesus is working on that in me. But, but, but that face right there. You know, maybe, maybe God's been challenging you in your, in your life. But, but maybe, you, maybe you've been, been showing him at the end of your challenge that, that you can't handle it. Now, now London's face right there, that was a, a face of, hey, I'll take another one of your challenges. Because that was kind of fun. You know, God, God throws a lot of things our way. He, he likes to push, right? You ever been pushed by God? I get pushed all the time. I'm like, God, really? You're going to make me say that? You're going you're to make me do that? I sit down, uh, when I go out to Jenner's or Y, I sit down every morning with three old men. It is awesome. We talk about Bible. They're not Christians, but they like to call everybody over and say, hey, this guy is the pastor. So then I get to sit there. It's, it's awesome, right? Now, now, at first, I was pushed, right? I was pushed. But, but I said, you know what, God, I want to accept this challenge because this isn't comfortable for me. So why don't you go ahead and push me? But maybe some of you, when God challenges you, you kick back and say, ah, eh, I, I don't know. And God says, okay, well, if I can't push you, then I just, I'm just going to have to go to someone else and push them. I don't know about you, but I never want God to skip over me when he's looking for a challenge. When God's looking to challenge, I want him to say, you know what? Hmm. Noah. He'll build me an ark. I know he will. I've watched him. He's got dedication. I got some people trapped up. You know what? Moses. Aaron, you're going to have to help him because he doesn't know how to talk, but it's okay. Moses. I know he's going to do it. I know he will. I want God to push me. And I want God to know that I'm willing and ready to be pushed. I got to get into my story. This is, this is, uh, this is it. This is, I, I want to talk about Moses today. Are we okay with talking about Moses? This is going to be short and to the point, so get ready. Strap on your seatbelt. We, we supplied them last night. They should be on there. Just wrap it up. You're good. Oh, man. Oh, okay, so let, let me just kind of give you the backstory. You know, like um, the Israelites, they're in Egypt, right? And the, they got treated bad. They were turned into slaves and whatnot. And then God sent Moses and Aaron to free the Israelites, right? Right? No? Yes? No. Did I not study good enough? <laughs> no. Okay, we're right. Okay, good. Okay, so, so, so Moses got him, right? He's like, yo, this is awesome. God finally, you know, they did all the, the, the plagues and all this different stuff, right? And so finally, Moses and Aaron, they're, le they're leading the way. They're leading the way, and all, they're, all lead they're all following. They go through the Red Sea, right? He just takes his staff. A, a cane? <laughs> That's all I had. Called my mom. I was like, Mom, you got a staff? Sure. Okay. So, so he took his staff, right? Red Sea split, right? And then all of a sudden, the Israelites, they're, they're complaining to Moses. They're like, oh, why'd you bring us out here to die? It's like, what? No. You're free, right? Like, so they're complaining now. And so he's like, oh, give us water. And Moses is like, all right. We're going to talk to God. So God's like, yo, go up, stab stone, water come. Right? That was the broke down version. Sum up. I've got to tell you the whole story, people. It's too short. Too short. So, so he stabbed 
Water comes, right? They're all drinking. What happens next? Verse 8. We got Exodus 17, verse 8. Ready for this? Then Amalek came and fought with Israel at Rephidim. So Moses said to Joshua, choose for us men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the staff of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses told him and fought with Amalek, while Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Whenever Moses held up his hand, Israel prevailed. And whenever he lowered his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands grew weary, so they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it while Aaron and Hur held up his hands, one on one side and the other on the other side. So his hands were steady until the going down of the sun, and Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the sword. Then the Lord said to Moses, write this as a memorial in a book and recite it in the ears of Joshua, that I will utterly blot out the memory of Amalek from under heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it, the Lord is my banner, saying, a hand upon the throne of the Lord. The Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. Can I, can I give you a little picture? Is that okay? <laughs> Thanks. Uh, can, I have, can I have you guys, Slaters? Come on, come on. Yeah, husband and wife. This is William and Lorraine. Awesome people if you don't know them. Just stand there awkwardly. It's okay. Uh, if you pray here on a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or until like 1 a.m. in the morning, you guys are nuts. Can you come up here on the stage? Is that okay? Anybody else here that prays until like all wee hours of the night and nobody else is here? Okay, that's fine. I can find more. You have more? Okay, good. Yeah, come on up here, Ren. Is Kyle here? Is he around here? He's, he's out. Okay, that's fine. Okay. You good? Can I have some bikers? I just need some bikers. Go ahead. You, you, come on, come on. I need you guys right here. You guys are over here. Hey, yeah, come on, come on. You guys, you got it right here. I need some leather. I need some leather. You got to look, you got to look hard. Come on, man. Slick, come on, baby. You don't support me in this? Come on, man. I love you, baby. Get up here, man. That's good. Okay, so a lot of us surround ourselves with different people, Okay. Now, I know I'm pulling up the bikers to look like the bad guys, but come on, don't they look like bad guys? <laughs> now, the staff, the staff was important. The staff did a lot of good for Moses. But isn't it interesting that it wasn't powerful unless it was in his hand? And so God said, hey, listen, as long as your hands are up, you're going to win the battle. Now, now, as he went into this war... He knew that his hands had to stay above his head. And so as his hands are raised, he started to become weak, which any of us would, correct? But now in the battle, what had started to happen as he started to get weak, Amalek started winning. Now this isn't good. This doesn't help the Bible out. We need to rewrite the story a little bit. He needs to win. So what happens? Aaron and her, what do they do? They lift his hands, right? So he surrounds himself with people that are warriors for God. 
<laughs> you're not getting this yet. You're not, you're not feeling it. I can see it on your faces. You're not getting this yet. Some of you are surrounding yourself with, oh, we're just going to go here. I'm not even going to say it yet because I don't want to take anybody off. It, oh, it's coming. I'm getting weak. Go ahead. You can grab me. You just grab me. Brittany said it's okay. <laughs> I'm getting weak. I'm going to need you. I can't do this on my own. You're going to have to help me. No, bikers, don't come over here. I don't need you yet. I don't want you. You're the bad guys. Get out of here. Bikers aren't supposed to have heart. Leave me alone. You see, you see, when I'm getting weak, if I'm surrounded by the right people, they will hold me up. You see, even if my knees are getting weak and I can't hold myself anymore and my arms are getting tired, they're going to put themselves in positions to hold me up. I can't do this fight on my own. I can't walk this walk by myself. But I know that if I have people around me with the staff of God in my hand like he has delivered in my hand, I can and will do this. Come on. Come on. Come on. This is important, but they're more important. This is important. He's most important, but you need them. <laughs> Hashtag winning. Go ahead, turn around, bikers. Yeah, there you go. Show your pastor proud. Different scenario. I'm weak at war. My hands are up. Where's those friends you called friends? I'm going down, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need you. Where are you at? Guys, I'm, I'm, I'm dropping. The, it's going down, guys. I'm, I'm getting weak over here, and I can't do it much longer. His butt touched my head. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> Where are you at? You guys can go sit down. Give these guys a hand. Ben, you can come up. You know, I wish I could have a week of studying where it was normal, but God wrecks me. Uh, and you want to know why I think he wrecks me? Because you're that important that I have to have a ruined week. <laughs> Who are you surrounding yourself with? When, when it comes to actual war, will you be supported? And will you be able to walk out the other side? Winning. 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 Whew. One more thing. In today's day and age, these have become so popular. 
No, they're not skull candies. I'm a pastor. They're $9 from TJ Maxx. That's why I like the YMCA. You pay by how much you make. It's awesome. I'm like, I'm a pastor. It must be free, right? You know, in today's day and age, this is what we see a lot. Right here. And, and kids are walking around and they're tuned in. And I'm not, I'm not downing you if you wear headphones on a daily basis. This isn't what that's about. But this, this is our world. This is where we live right here. It's, everything's going in and everything's locked into who you are. Nobody can hear what's going on on the outside. When I, when I go to the gym in the morning, I put these on to tune out, you know, everything else going around me. This is me and the weights and God. You know, it's, it, this just kind of pulls you in. It, it, is this how you're living your Christian walk? You just cycle things in and you recycle things in and you recycle things in is this walk for you about you or 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 maybe we take a different approach we take off the things that recycle it and we pick up something that would do a little more damage to the devil's kingdom Ah, the devil's slumber. Is that better? I, I don't know if I can handle the weight of this, God, because, Lord, if, 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 I, play, if, if, if I play what's going on in here through here, everybody's going to know what I believe. Ooh, I, I, God, I don't know if I really want to, drive with my windows down while I play my worship music because I don't want people to judge me. So God, before I pick this up, Lord, am I going to be able to handle the weight of everyone knowing what I believe? I think I'm happy, God, over here just trapping it all in. I, I feel comfortable with this. This is, this is good. It's, it's me. It's, God, it's me time. Me and you, God, just me and you. And God says, hey, hey, if you'll take this off and stop recycling your faith, stop recycling your faith, stop taking in the same thing over and over again, and if you'll start to spread it and say, hey, listen, I'm here, I don't care who knows it, and I want everyone to feel the love and the grace that I've got, and so not only am I going to turn it on, but I'm going to turn it on at power place level and probably blow your earbuds out. And here, this is the thing. Ow, my face. This is the thing right here. This is the thing that's going to get you from where you're at to where you need to go. Stop being ashamed of what you believe in and start shouting it from the mountaintops. It's not something to be ashamed about. This ain't something to just walk through. This is something to run through. This is a race set before you, a war that we are allowed to fight. This is something we can stand up for and say, hey, listen, for me and my house, we are going to serve the Lord. We are going to lift our voice. We are going to praise his name. Come on, let's sing it out.